Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Otaku Podcast, where normally I would be joined by Josh and Jose, but this time it is just me, as I kind of talk about the most stressful two weeks of my life, my 29 years of life, which includes the YouTube channel being absolutely terminated, just completely removed, and how we got that back. And then uh, going to the doctors, which is even more fun because I haven't done that in probably 10 fucking years. And then I get ter- uh, not ter- I was going to say terminated. We are getting uh, evicted uh, quotes evicted. We're not actually getting evicted. I just like to use the flair of the word evicted. But we have to be out of our house in 60 days. My mom is getting back with my stepdad, who is just the fucking worst person in the world. And I have other problems, too, that I'm probably not going to talk about because it's a little too fresh. And I don't like opening up emotionally. So it's been a very stressful two weeks. We're going to start with the YouTube termination. Um, if you are coming here kind of trying to look for advice or how to kind of figure this out, I'm not going to go super in-depth or show any sort of screenshots like that because some of it is like A to B conversation. I'm going to be reading some of the stuff that they gave us and telling you how we solved it. If you need have any more questions, we have been terminated twice. You can always hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we have a Discord any of that is good to hit me up on. It is at the Weebs Guild on Twitter and Instagram. And then I'll put a link to the Discord in the com- or in the description down below. So how did we get our channel back? How did it happen? What 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 like what was my first thing? A little bit of recap for you guys. We've had our uh, account terminated once already, and that was due to a trademark infringement case. Back when we used to have the channel name Otaku, we have been using it for fuck. I think this channel was created in 2014. I don't know when we started posting, but we used the name Otaku, and somebody – I remember this guy's name first and last because he had just been scarred in my in my memory. He basically went and trademarked the name for himself after the fact. I think it was three years after the fact he trademarked it for himself, waited for it to become permanent because if you do for, uh, file for a trademark, it takes a little bit to become t- permanent like until – because there's a, uh, a year's worth of appeals, I think, like or like free time where somebody could be like, yo, I'm also using that, so you shouldn't get that. He waited for it to be hardcore permanent. He contacted YouTube was like, yo, hi, I'm this guy. Just to let you know, it uh, just fucking – I own this term. He's using it. He's infringing on me. Get him. And YouTube gives you basically a three-day period to kind of communicate with the guy who files it. And I, we were going back and forth. He eventually stonewalled me, and he got our account terminated. So in order to get that one back the first time, I literally had to hire a lawyer, go and tell the guy, hey – Here's a letter from my lawyer. I will be appealing this and I will be coming after you for like, you know, to try to get this whole thing sorted out. He tried to play hard to get like, I have lawyers on retainer. I'm not going to do that. I have da 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 da. So I was like, okay, well, here's the deal. I have all of the proof. I had to use the Wayback Machine to find our account to see the account created date. I had to figure out all this stuff for the whole walk around. And I ran it by my lawyer, basically told the guy, listen. This is a very condensed version of the story, by the way. This was another stressful week of my life. Incredibly stressful. I told the guy, look, if we go to this dispute phase where we're going to start arguing over who deserves the right to have a trademark, we're both going to court, no matter what. Like, that's just, it is what it is. The moment it hits the stage, it's officially like, it is a law, like, a matter now. So, here's my offer to you. I know for a fact I'm going to win this. I am 100% certain that I'm going to win this. I would be willing to just buy the trademark off of you. If you were just to release the trademark to me, I would be willing to pay you X amount. You know, please let me know if you want to do this because I, I I didn't tell him I would rather, but you know, in my mind, I'd rather not do that because my lawyer basically was like, hey, listen, if it goes to the stage, the moment it goes to that stage, I need a thousand dollar deposit from you, and then I'm gonna need like much, much, much more money. Money, it could be anything. So, I luckily 
he pussed out big time. He knew we had him fucking dead to rights. So I was like, cool. I paid him. I forget what it was. It was an insane amount, like $500, $600, which is just stupid because I also had to pay a lawyer on top of that. And then I also had to pay the lawyer again to file for the trademark after he released it. So I basically got held hostage by this guy. Then once I actually got the trademark, which I just waited till I was in the appeal phase where it says, hey, you know, Sam owns this trademark otaku. It's still in the appeal phase, but he owns it. So I waited for that to be a thing. Then I added Team YouTube. I, you know, fucking sent, replied to the email. I basically responded to everything, never got a response, no response. And it's like, how do you contact YouTube? Because at the time, our account was really tiny. So we don't have any sort of option to contact YouTube. There's just nothing aside from at Team YouTube on Twitter. And they could be pretty hit or miss because I was spamming the fuck out of them. Our account that time when that happened, I think we were terminated for two months when that happened the first time. And so I was getting to the point where, like, how long do they keep terminated accounts? Is all of our content going to be gone? Are we going to be able to get the channel back at all, even if I do get it? How do you contact a mega corporation when there's just nothing? So I went to Google, started Googling around. I tried, fuck, I found three different emails that could potentially have been Susan's email, which is the CEO of YouTube. And I basically wrote out this nice, long email where it's like, hey, here's what happened. I've tried being in contact with Team YouTube. That didn't work. Please help me. Here's the proof that I own the trademark now. Here's the proof of my name, you know, all this stuff. Here's our channel. And I sent that through. Less than a day later, I get a response from YouTube. And I, so I don't know if the, the emails actually did anything. But less than a day later, I get a uh, response. Hey, we saw your appeal. We've decided to go ahead and reinstate your account. And that's how I got it back that time. And that time, same thing with this time. It's both unfortunate timings. We seem to get pretty fucked on both of them. So the first time... I actually got um, banned or terminated right before Jump Force was going to come out. And I've been so excited for Jump Force to come out because we we were doing a lot of gameplay videos back then. And I was like, dude, Jump Force is going to be so awesome. I ordered the Mega Statue version. It's like our unboxings always do really well. We were gaining traction. We were getting subscribers naturally. It's going to be so, so good. But then our account was deleted for two months, and then that kind of fucks up your SEO. It's like, yo, well, how come nobody's been watching his videos for two months is what the you know SEO thinks. And it's like, how come he hasn't been gaining any subscribers? Isn't that weird? And then so we basically had to start from ground zero. And at that time, when our account got deleted, we didn't have, uh, like, we weren't pushing Twitter. We weren't pushing Instagram. We didn't have a Discord. We had nothing. So, like, that was, like, a feels bad, man. And luckily, we got it back after I had to spend a lot of money. So, what happened this time? So... 4 a.m. I even realized I said so twice there, you know, whatever. 4, 4 a.m., 4.30 a.m. There I am, laying in bed, and I don't know why I woke up. So I, I my sleep schedule's it just, my sleep schedule's not the greatest, okay? Now, I ain't going to lie to anybody here. It's not the greatest. But I also kind of have this problem, and uh, this ties into the doctor situation later, so I'll just kind of do a little tease there. I have this problem where I wake up, um just random, like, uh, like I'll like be laying in bed. And I think I was talking about this with Josh and my older brother, Chris, the other day, you know, I, I'm an adult. So I feel like I could kind of know myself pretty well. My brain just like doesn't turn off. And I just like, I overthink. And like, I think it's an anxiety thing. I have like really bad anxiety, anxiety problems. Like, uh, uh, after high school, like in college times, I like, I really, really, really bad. And I still deal with it to this day. But I think it comes from that where it's like I'm just like I you know those memes where you see like oh the over like you know, overthinking anxiety depression whatever I overthink like no other like it's crazy and it's like my brain is always going so like even in the morning when the moment I see light come up it hits my eyes I have sensitive eyes which is another thing I'm just I'm all kinds of fucked up 
the light hits my eyes, and then I'm like, I go to roll over, like pull a blanket over my head, and then my mind is like, oh, it's light out. And then I start thinking. My brain starts thinking, and I can't go to sleep. So I kind of that happens to me in the middle of the night where I roll over, or it's like, oh, I'm just a little bit uncomfortable. I'm going to change my sleeping position. I recognize that I'm doing that. Like I think that I'm doing that. So I wake up. And it's I, I it's only for like that's a couple seconds, and then I'm able to go back to sleep, or like a minute or two later I go back to sleep. But I do that every once in a while, and then you know it's like I'll sleep with my um, sometimes. Well, actually, I have my phone volume on almost all the time when I'm sleeping. I'll just put Discord on Do Not Disturb because that thing pops off when it, when I'm sleeping. So I have my phone on just in case it's ever an emergency or anything. I, I have that because nobody's going to actually be calling me in the middle of the night unless it's an emergency. So I'll keep my phone volume on. And I was just laying there. I was like, oh, let me see you know, what's going on with the boys or whatever. So I just opened my phone up. And I see I have an email from YouTube. It's like, that's interesting. 4.30 a.m. in the morning. That's really interesting. Oh, and by the way, uh, let's just set this up too. So like the first one was before Jump Force, which was going to be really huge for our channel, which we did not end up get to do anything with. I don't think I ever did an unboxing of the statue. I just now own the statue, which is badass, but still. So this one was on the morning of Bleach Brave Soul 6 anniversary, which is something I've been talking about forever. I've been playing this game, amping up for the 6th anniversary. Huge event. You know, it's going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait. Our live streams have been going so, so incredibly well. It's like we did a really big one reacting to the announcement of the Aizen character, and we had like a solid 50 people watching at all times, which is crazy for us. Like, so crazy. So I'm like, that's awesome. So, so good. And just amped as fuck to do the 6th anniversary stream tonight. It's going to be so good. I was talking about, like, I should have called out for work the next day. It would have been awesome. So I basically check my email, and I get this email. I have it pulled up on the computer right here where it goes, Hi, Weebs Guild. And it, it sent to my other uh, Gmail account, which is my main one that has all my shit linked to it, which, by the way, I would not recommend. I would recommend if you make a YouTube channel, make a new Gmail for that. Do not have it linked to your main one. Because this could potentially fuck you over really hardcore. So I get this email. Hi, Weebs Guild. We reviewed your content and found severe or repeated violations of our community guidelines. Because of this, we have, reviewed your we have removed your channel from YouTube. We know this is probably very upsetting news, but it's our job to make sure that YouTube is a safe place for all. If we think your channel severely violates our policies, we take it down to protect others and users on the platform. If you believe we made the wrong call, you can appeal this decision below. And then um, it says, what our policy says, this account is determined due to multiple or severe violations of YouTube's policy on nudity or sexual content. So if you do want to see that email like, and not have me read it to you, it is on our Instagram at the Weebs Guild. That's the best place to see any sort of picture about what we're doing and whatnot. Um, I'm going to drink from this energy drink really quick. Delicious. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know why I say so. It's like a, it's like a bridge word. I took public speaking in uh, college for, you know, uh, semester and they were always very like hey you need to get rid of those like their connector words or their stalling words you use them to think that's why you like you say so or uh or um uh anyways you know that that kind of thing use them as like spacers so you have a second to think that's why you use them and I, I do that all the time I'm trying to think of how I could start this next sentence without me going so anyways what but I can't think of one what did I do next okay so I get this email I immediately heart racing, heart drops. I'm just like devastated that this has happened. Like, honestly, I can't believe it. I pull up the YouTube to see if our account's really there, if this is a troll, if this because it comes from a weird email and it goes like, 
uh, no reply dash YouTube uh, no dash reply at youtube.com and then it says to um, what my channel used to be called and then a series of numbers behind it so I don't know if that's like leaking any information so I don't want to say that but it's like I, it, that's what's weird about it it's like oh okay that is strange so load up YouTube it of course is not there everything is gone and it says you know you can appeal and then underneath that it says how this affects your channel we have permanently removed your channel from YouTube. Love that. Going forward, so I am 29 years old, so this would be going forward for the rest of your life. It doesn't say that, but that's, you know, whatever. You won't be able to access, possess, or create any other YouTube channels. So you are basically, if you get your account terminated for violating the TOS, um, you are forever banned from YouTube. And that is crazy. That is so, 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 so crazy. Because YouTube is, I mean, a fundamental part of like your everyday life at this point it like whether you think so or not you click a video on reddit twitter instagram whatever odds are it's going to be up on youtube as well you need to look something up a tutorial what's it going to be on probably youtube it's just that's insane to me that you cannot access possess or create any other youtube channels and that being said it doesn't say you can't have a youtube account you just cannot have a youtube channel so that uh is immediately like well fuck because I, I mean, we have other channels. We have the Weaves Guild Shorts. Obviously, I have my older channel as well. And I'm just like, well, that fucking blows. And it especially blows because it's obviously the morning of the 6th anniversary and it's supposed to be a really big day for us. So I immediately hit the appeal button because I'm like, this is just so obviously a mistake. Like, the, I know <laughs> the moment I saw this, I immediately knew what the problem was. And I go message them and I go, hey. I just got this email. It's 4.30 a.m. You know, weird. Here's the deal. We had these two videos. I'm going to specifically call out these two, but we had actually, in reality, probably five or six. We had these two videos that got relatively popular, one much less than the other. So we played one game called Seat Girl 3, which is basically a shitty Flash game where it's a picture of a anime girl and you have to, it'll show like a grayed out shape. And it's like, you have to find this grayed out shape by basically just clicking around until you find it and you like drag it to where you got it. And when you complete all of them, you get to go to the hentai stages at the end where it's like they barely animate them. You can click the buttons and it shows them like someone thrusting into them or it's like you go to the next button and their clothes is covered in liquid now. And it's like, you know, it is like straight up a hentai game. But we used to play this thing, it was, I think it was called like shitty steam anime untitled game program or something where we just go to steam we would scroll down and we would just pick random anime games and just play them that was the premise it was very 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 much based off of funhouse if you guys know the channel funhouse they used to play random demo disc stuff and then they would basically go in the middle of it and look at straight hentai and porn and stuff it was like and it was they would always censor it and that's what we did as well and there's like, oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. Like, we could play these games and react to these really awful things. Like, one of them that we uh, roasted a lot was one of them had a, one of the things you click is an eel being shoved up her vagina, which was fucking disgusting. So nasty. But that was one of them that we, like, we were laughing at. And it's like, it was, a, it was a really good video. So that was Seek Girl 3. Then we did Divine, and that, that one, Seek Girl 3, probably had about 40,000 views. Then we did Divine Fist, Obvi Divine 
I don't even know what it's called. Divine Fist Strike Ovulation Divine Force or something like that, where it was a demo. Like, so this game hadn't even come out. It was a demo, and it was another shitty little Flash game thing where you have this really buff-looking anime dude on the left side of the screen and this hot priestess chick on the right side of the screen. And it's kind of like a bullet hell. She's, like, shooting shit, and you basically have to walk forward. You could jump, you could crouch, or you could block. And you basically have to slowly edge your way from one side of the screen to the other. When you get to the, other, to the right side of the screen, you start banging the um the priestess because the objective of the game is the world is going to end unless you can have sex with this priestess who is a virgin and basically have her give birth to the savior of the world i believe is what it is i'm just pulling that off the top of my mind i have no fucking idea so you basically do that three times you get over there you you know you have sex with her and then at the end they have the like the hardcore like hentai sexy you know where the same thing where you like spam a bunch of buttons and you start pounding her and then she gives birth to a baby like you see the head of this baby come out of her vagina and it was nasty it was gross hilarious video it was with both of these videos were me me and Josh we would always so we we would come over and we would shoot out two videos in a row <laughs> sorry where we basically picked two random steam anime games and we played them and we would you know play them in succession edit them get them all ready put in some memes and we would do it both of these videos that i'm talking about were incredibly censored like we put pixels and stuff had our webcam on it so it's not like the only focus was just the game it was us reacting to it and talking over it there was never a moment where we were just quiet and this video for some reason divine fist ovulation whatever whatever blew up i do not know why i don't know what algorithm picked them up i don't know whatever and it was i had it just up on the channel just like it wasn't age restricted or anything i honestly don't even know if we had the option to hit age restrict i don't know how that works but i just uploaded like a normal video because it's funny it's all pixelated you know it's like i don't remember having to sign in to watch any funhouse content when they're looking at porn so what does it matter put it up it got last i saw i think was four hundred thousand views is what it was at and I don't know why. And even at one point, so this comes into play later, YouTube reviewed this and was like, hey, we reviewed this video. Uh, it doesn't line up with our community guidelines, but we've decided to just age restrict the video and turn off monetization and it can still live on the platform. Like, cool, that's fine with me. you know. And it still did not stop the views from coming in. The views were still just pouring on this video. So it got to 400,000 views. And we, so the timeline is kind of uh, mixed up, but I'm, this is important to the story. We uploaded another video called Seat Girl 4, which was uh, our last one in the series we did. Because when we uploaded the video Seat Girl 4, which is a masterpiece, by the way, we spent a lot of time. There were good memes in that video. Chef's kiss on that video. It's a shame you guys never got to see it. Because we uploaded it, it was live for all the day before YouTube took it down. By the way, this was all pixelated, same sort of setup. Took down Seat Girl 4, and they gave us a strike on our channel. First ever strike we've had. If you guys don't know how the strike system works on YouTube, you're basically allowed to have four strikes, and that's you when you break TOS or whatever you know horrible thing you do. The first one is a warning one, basically saying like, hey, you've been a good boy. Here's your first strike. Going forward, the next one is a week uh, ban, where basically you can't do anything on your channel for a week. The next one is a month, and then the third one, you're permed. You're out of here. So... We got our first one with Seat Girl 4, and from then on, we were set straight. We were scared straight off of that one. We're like, okay, well, we're not going to do that again. That's a no-no. YouTube clearly doesn't like that. I don't want another strike. That We're not going to play around with that. Fuck no. So we stopped doing those videos. Now, here is where I'm going to do a little bit of um, reverse deduction kind of going on. What I think was the problem and what I think happened is, uh, from my knowledge, YouTube likes to ban in waves. So YouTube likes to kind of save up a bunch of stuff and then they'll send out a huge band wave. So that way they kind of like knock out everybody all at once and they're not just constantly 
you know, funneling people in and out because there's a lot of people are just going to make a new account, just move on with their life, you know, whatever. So I think this video is getting a lot, a lot of views. It was popping off like nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And as it was getting more and more views, it was also getting more and more reports reported reported doesn't belong on the website reported because there are multiple comments on these videos where it's like well, how is this even allowed on youtube because you know it is us playing a hentai game it is obviously pixelated um but it is us playing a hentai game and there were plenty of comments of people going like what the fuck how did i end up here like what is happening so i think it got a fuck ton of reports and then when they did, went to go do the band wave it was like yo this account has like fucking let's just say it's four hundred thousand views right the at least 40 people let's just say would have reported the video they have like 40 fucking reports about like breaking the uh, NSFW stuff and then they banned me, right? That's how I assume it happened is when the ban wave went out, they're like, okay, automatically ban that guy. He's got a fuck ton of reports, doesn't deserve to be on the platform, take him out. Which is a little understandable, but you know, whatever. So I got that email that I mentioned earlier and then I'm like, okay, cool. So I appeal. I'm like, yo, this is clearly not the case. It's like we base... You're also only allowed a thousand words to appeal your case when you go through the official appeal appeal form. So I go, hi. It's like I just got this email. I think this is truly a mistake. I know what video is the problem here. Like I know. Like it, we had a talk when Sea Girl Four got striked about actually removing the other videos because that was like a real discussion. I was like, do we get rid of these videos? But I was way too greedy and I liked the views that were coming in off the Divine Fist and the Sea Girl Three. Whereas like, oh, it was like, well, we could just like leave them, you know? And it's like. With the Divine Fist one, they already reviewed it and said it was fine. So it's like, you know, just leave it up. You know, it's just getting a lot of views. Like, it's doing really well for our channel. So I go, hey, it's like, it says we broke, you know, egregious amounts of TOS or whatever. I just want to say that it's purely uploaded for comedy sakes. We base it off of another channel called Funhouse. And I think um, it's totally, I don't, I don't know what I said in the original thing, but I basically explained my case where it's like, Hey, here's what happened. Here's how, what I or here's what I think happened because I obviously I know what video is going to be the the touchy point here. It was purely for comedy sakes. Everything was censored. It wasn't actually porn. We based it off of another channel called Funhouse where they do the similar thing. Uh, please give us our channel back. You know whatever. I get a response back from them, and not even twenty minutes later, not even twenty minutes later, where they go, "Hi, thank you so much for reaching out. This is you know the the appeals team, whatever." We've decided to keep your account terminated. Thanks for reaching out. Have a great day. And I am just fucking devastated. Like, if you could play the Tokyo Ghoul song, I am just fucking donezo. Like, oh, my, I, I, everything about me is just broken at this point. It's just like, uh, it, you know, we talked about this before where I got a little sad boy on the podcast before. I do not have anything else going on in my life aside from this channel. Like, for real. For real, for real. I work my shitty job at the bookstore, and that is it. And this is, like, where I funnel all of my shit into, you know. I'm constantly doing the editing, the creating, the, the recording, the everything. Like, everything in my life is this channel, you know. Hey, I'm constantly in Discord, Twitter, Instagram. Like, I'm just only doing that, you know. And so when this got banned, it's like, well, my life's done. Like, that's it. It's like I, I'm not doing any, I'm not learning a new skill. I'm not doing anything. It's like my one out from, you know, being a fucking wage slave was this channel. And it's it's gone. It's like then they already got back to me with an appeal in less than 20 fucking minutes. And that's not good. You know, it's like if they get back that snappy, which is I've never fucking seen happen before. Like, I it's just it's a shut case. So I'm like, cool. I post that to Instagram, Twitter, Discord, let everybody know that, hey, the channel's down. There's going to be no stream tonight. It's fucked. So I basically 
try to go back to bed at that point, which I think I ended up sleeping for a couple of hours. Um, you guys, if you're watching this from the Discord or from the Twitter or Instagram, wherever you guys have come from, you guys were all fucking fantastic. Like, I can't say it enough. I am not even joking. Some of the stuff you guys were saying, like, I was at work. I, I, <laughs> I really should have called out that day because I was not – I did nothing at work that day. Some of you guys were like – hit me up in the dms you know obviously all of you guys respond to discord on twitter and instagram you know you guys were all so fucking nice and like it, there were like a couple of people where they sent me messages like hey i just want to like you know make sure you're good dude if you ever need anything just let me know um that sucks i hope you get it back like it, i i i don't say this often but it's like i there were a couple of times at work where it's like i would open it and i was like oh it's like you know so and so messaged me and so i i read it and it's like i had to go step outside because like i feel like i was about to cry with just like the really nice stuff where it's like, hey, if you don't get your channel back, I just want to let you let you know, like, this is what you've done for us. Like, I really appreciated that. Uh, just like really nice shit. And, I, you know, I've talked about it before where it's like, I, I don't know what it is, but it's something about nice shit. It's just like it makes me uncomfortable. It's just like it really does. So it's like I like banter, you know. It's like I like shitting on each other and like having a good time. And like I don't like being emotional. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I don't, I don't like that. So it's like you this stuff where it's like people were being legitimately nice. Like, hey, it's like somebody reached out to me on Instagram and was like, hey, it's like there's this video that you guys did, like you reviewed my manga. It's like, is there a chance you guys have that for me to like view somewhere else? Because my parents used to love watching that because they like it lets like they let me proud of like my work that you guys were talking about it. And just like stuff that I've never thought of before where it's just like it is really, really touching. And I wanna thank you guys for that, like for real. For real, for real. And it's like it was it, it made me a little bit more sad that we lost this thing because, you know, it's like it, in, in my mind, as I said, I'm a big overthinker. I'm just immediately going through all the situation where it's like I'm not going to be able to hold this up where it's like at the very minimum, you know, I'm going to have to make a new account, somehow hide from Google. And then I'm always going to have to live with this fear of Google finding my new account and completely erasing it. What if other people notice me? I can't. The Bleach Brave Soul community is like relatively small. So it's like they're obviously going to know I'm the same fucking guy. Like what do I do from that? Uh, am I going to be able to make sh people stay and like be interested in my content and all the way until like I could get my account back? Am I going to slowly lose these people because I'm not going to be able to bring more people into the Discord because I'm not going to be streaming anymore? Uh, what do I do if I have can't do this? And it's like it was a whole a whole thing. So, once again, you guys are awesome. Uh, even the people who were, like, being funny where it's like, ha-ha, you suck. That was, that made me crack up, okay? That shit, was, that shit was funny. So, where did I go from there? Basically, I was opening Google. was, like, trying to figure out, like, what do I do here? Hey, my account's terminated. I was trying to Google, has anybody else been terminated before for egregious amounts of, like, NSFW content? Like, what do you do? And I saw a couple of videos where it's just like, oh, it's like, well, you should at team YouTube and they might be able to help. Or it's like uh, you should like try to create like a public rising on like social media because that's the only way to get these big companies to do anything. And it's like we're just too small. You know, we're like in that weird spot where it's like we have a really awesome community. We have a fantastic community, but it's still very, very small and very, very close knit where it's like a lot of you guys are like, oh, do you need me like, you know, post on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, where it's like, we just don't have the pull on that, you know, and obviously you could try to drum it, drum it up a little bit and see if it gets picked up by the public. But I was not looking forward to going that route. And I just, I don't like asking people to do stuff, you know, I like, so I would, I wouldn't ever want to ask you guys to do that for me. I wouldn't ever want to be like, Hey, can you guys all go on Twitter and spam YouTube? Like I would hate that. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't like asking people for things. So I am Googling around and like, can I contact somebody like, if I could just, in my mind, if I could just get on the phone with somebody from YouTube, I would have this shit sealed up super quick. 
because I can explain the situation so easily, and they like you would tell it's a mistake, like it's a fuck up. It's we're not supposed to be banned, you know. It'll be fine. So I start looking around, and I go um, find out that there's uh, YouTube creator support, where basically if you have qualified for monetization, where you're a partner, whatever they call, it, I don't know what YouTube calls it, but where you're officially being paid out by them, you can um, actually get into a live chat with somebody. I'm like, sweet, fucking awesome. We're a little bit of a bigger account than we were the first time we got terminated, so now we can actually access that. So I need to go to YouTube, go to the creator support, because you still log into your email. You just can't, the YouTube channel is just fucking gone. So I go to YouTube support, join the queue for the live chat. I'm at work while this is happening, and I basically talk to this girl. I'm not going to say what her actual name is. I'm just going to call her Cheryl. So I talk to Cheryl, and I'm like, hey, so I got my account terminated this morning, and I would wanted to reach out. And this is the same day, by the way. Wanted to reach out and just see what I can do about like getting this done. And Cheryl's like, oh, no problem. Let me let me go ahead. So I see you actually already filed an appeal. And they said no. I was like, well, yeah, I did. But I don't. I get the feeling that it was a misunderstanding. And I, I explained my case some more where it's like, yeah, we did have some NSFW stuff, but you guys already reviewed it and it was fine. And it's like, I don't understand why this sudden change. And then she kept sending me like stuff from the TOS, you know, where it's like, well, YouTube reserves the right to uh, terminate any account they deem necessary at any time. I was like, yeah, yeah, I understand that. It's like, that's you guys' right. But I'm just wondering why the sudden change and like why we went from having only one strike to just being instantly terminated instead of going to a second strike, you know? Uh, yeah, that is truly interesting. But once again, you know, if it's sometimes a lot of egregious amounts of stuff on there, they can just go ahead and just completely get rid of it. I'm like, okay. Well, is there any way like I can talk to somebody from the appeals team, you know, get that sorted out? Because you guys have looked at both videos like because they they also looked at sea girl three which are the two biggest uh, offenders in my mind you guys have looked at both videos and already okayed both of them as well as like these this style of video like we would have never have done if it wasn't for these other channels also doing the same thing so it's like we thought we were in the clear and it's really old content you know like the past year and a half which is when we got the first strike we've not done anything like that we've been good boys very good boys so on the straight and narrow we just do you know all the you guys know what we do so she's like, okay, give me like five minutes, one second. So she disappears. She comes back. She's like, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and fo uh, forward the information um, to our appeals team, and I'll get back to you and see what happens. I'll get back to you in a day. I'm like, cool, fingers crossed. So I get an email from her. This is July 23rd. We were banned for, um, I think, 14 days on the dot. I think we were banned for two weeks. I get an email. Hi there. Thank you for reaching out. I'm reading this straight word for word. Thank you for reaching out to us as a follow-up in our reference to our chat conversation regarding your inquiry about the termination of your channel due to sexual content. We understand the importance of raising this concern and please know that we are here to help. To better assist you, we've escalated your inquiry to our internal team and requested for re-review. They are conducting a thorough investigation of your channel and carefully reviewing it. Please note that this review can take a couple of days. No worries. Uh, we will make sure to contact you once done. For more information, you know, help desk, whatever, whatever. Cool. So then I get an email from them. This is July 26th. So this is three days later in the afternoon. Uh, I got that first email at 9.30. Got the second one at 1.06 p.m. And then now I'm basically just waiting. I was like, I'm stressed out. I am talking to everybody in Discord. Like, what do I do? It's like I can't physically create another account. Like, I can't own. So there's three of us on this channel, which is, you know, if worse comes to worse, I could kind of, like, finagle it like that. Like, oh, like, Jose owns it or Josh owns it. It's not me. And it's like, and then I just never, ever, ever admit to operating it or doing anything on it. You know, I go the Keemstar route, basically. So I get this next email, and this is after just like pulling, you know, what little hair I've left. Okay, I already know I'm bald. I was gonna say pulling my hair out, but it's I know some people are gonna be like, you're bald. <laughs> so I 
I'm just like figuring out, talking to everybody, uh, trying to get this thing sorted out. What do I do? You know, talking to my dad, talking to everybody. It's like I've contacted the appeal. They immediately said no, which is such a bad sign. And now I'm waiting for this internal review. So then I get the email where it says, hi there. I hope you're having a great day. We appreciate your patience while internal team is investigating your concern regarding the termination of your channel. Please know that we take your concern with high importance that we are here to assist you. We have carefully reviewed your account appeal. Your account has been terminated due to repeated or severe violations of our community guidelines on nudity and sexual content. YouTube is not the place for nudity, pornography, or other sexually provocative content. So when I read that sentence, I'm like, we're fucked. We're absolutely fucked. As it turns out, we have decided to keep your account suspended. You won't be able to access or create any other YouTube accounts. For more information about account termination, please visit the Help Center. And then there's just, you know, um, more stuff where it's like, thank you for contacting us about this concern. You have a... Uh, you have with content available on YouTube. We emphasize with your concerns and would like to reassure you that we have strict guidelines for this type of yada yada legal stuff. Cool. Love that. So at that point, I am fucking defeated. Like, that's it. Like, it's game over. And I just, like, I've, when we got terminated the first time, I never got anybody to take a second look at our channel like this, like an in-depth review, because we couldn't contact them. We could only contact Team YouTube. I was not able to get this set before. And this was like my last hurrah. It was like, I'm actually getting someone to do an in-depth review. And it's like, in my mind, if someone does an in-depth review, like they'll see this is an obvious mistake. Like this one video should not completely terminate our whole channel. Like it's ridiculous. So I get the email back for the in-depth review quotes. And they're like, yep, you deserve to be suspended. Sorry, mate. Best of luck. And uh, yeah, I'm, uh, it's like, oh, cool. I'm fucked. So I immediately, you know, post that to Discord and like everybody let everybody know where it's like, yep, it's over. It's like, that's it. You know, nothing I could do. It's like just time to move on. Worst comes to worst. I have to move coming up, which I will get to that story as well. I have to move out of the house. We'll get a new IP address. I'll completely wipe my computer, you know, like not use any of my old Google accounts. So they don't know, make a brand new Google account, start over from scratch and just never, ever, 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 ever admit anything to having this whole channel or anything like that. Basically ban invasion and basically ruins everything because Google knows all. So I'm, you know, talk to my dad where I tell him, you know, cause like he knows, like my dad's very, very supportive, which is awesome. And he knows, you know, it's like, this is pretty much my thing. It's like, this is what we do. It's like, I put so much work into this. We had this for fucking seven years. We were just finally starting to get a lot of growth going. It's like, we're actually getting like a community. It's been fucking awesome. And I'm just like defeated. It's over. Like I have given up. I am not going to go create a fucking uprising on Twitter. I'm not going to be able to contact them again. I already did an end of the review. There's no way for me to talk, contact somebody on the appeals team to like, if I could just get on the phone, you know, I would just be able to like, empathize with somebody so easily but it's obviously they don't want you to talk to their appeal team so i'm talking to my dad as i'm walking home one day and i'm just kind of you know i just kind of ran into him where it's like i'm just so defeated over this whole thing just so 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 defeated so he kind of tells me like listen don't give up yet it's like let's try one more time it's like i can sit down with you we could write really professional emails like we can figure it out. Like, let's try and contact them again. And it's like, I'm telling them, like, there's no way to contact them. You know, it's like, I've already talked to the live chat. They're going to tell me to fuck off because when I got terminated the first time, my only option was team YouTube. And after you, I think team YouTube will like help you out one time and then they won't fucking come back. So like I used spamming the fuck out of team YouTube before and they were just ignoring me. I had to create a new Twitter account at one point to try to talk to team YouTube when I was first terminated so they could respond to me again. Like they just ignore the fuck out of you. 
So I'm like, I'm looking and it's like, yeah, maybe we should like at least write down an email or something. Cause my dad is very professional. You know, it's like my dad, my dad, my dad, he's going to watch this. My, uh, my, my dad is a badass. Okay. So it's like, if you, if you need something like, you know, sorted, whatever is like, he's fucking awesome. He's got that. That being said, the only time he's ever let me down on that is when I need help with a lawyer. Okay. So that I don't blame him, but that was the only time everything else he got me. All right. He got me. So. I'm like looking, it's like, I don't even know what I would do with the emails. Like, what can I possibly, can I somehow get in contact in live chat again and kind of like post it in there. So I go back and I look at this email, the one that I just previously read. And there is the very, very bottom. Uh, do you still need help? If yes, just reply to this email and what else we can help you with. I'm like, oh, so I can actually reply to this email. Like I can actually reply to and get it to somebody. So I sit down with my dad later and I basically run him through the whole situation. You know, I explain to him in depth about these videos, about how we got a strike, how the strike system works. Um, we've been really good since then. This is the videos that we based it on. I sent him a whole bunch of links to content of basically people unboxing hentai figures where you see the nipples. You know, it's not even blurred. Uh, Funhouse compilation of them just literally looking at Rule 34 and porn where it's just it's censored. The same thing as what ours was, and they're just laughing about it. And they're just, like, blown up, like, looking at it. So I basically sent him a whole bunch of things, sent him um, – pictures of the uh the emails of them gang going like hi otaku we reviewed this specific video it's okay to stay on the platform but we just age gated it so i sent them both of that like all of this proof and then we sat down to write this email and i'm going to read to you guys the email we ended up coming up with after we you know he wrote it out after i explained it to him and then um i kind of went we went through and we just changed up the wording on a couple of things so that we can uh, you know make it straight and narrow so this is what we came up with Hi, Cheryl. Thank you for getting back to me. I so appreciate you looking at this for us. I'm writing you to ask you to please revisit the situation with your eternal team as I believe there's been a huge misunderstanding here. As of July 15th, my YouTube channel was seven years old and had 700 uploads. So that's important to note there because I just like five or six, let's say if they're looking at all of them that they really did an in-depth review, five or six bad videos out of 700. Like, come on, man. Like, that's, that's crazy. So continuing the email. I'm not collecting any significant monetization from the channel as it has only generated less than, you know, 100 bucks or whatever. Because we only just turned on monetization this year. We're not very big. We're not collecting. Like, the, the money is meaningless. Like, it's, it's nothing. I'm not looking to profit from these videos, and they are simply passion projects for my friends in the anime slash manga community. You'll also note that we received one strike in January of 2020 for a video that uh, YouTube felt violated the community guidelines on nudity and sexual content. That video was removed. That game felt... Uh, the game that we featured in our video was done so as a parody slash humor on my channel, similar to many other YouTube creators had done with the same game. Additionally, the video we did was in uh, the video that, sorry, I, I apparently just, I'm leaning back in my chair trying to read this and it's not working out. Additionally, the video that we did that was in question was a style based on another YouTube partner, which is very important because obviously Funhouse is a very big channel. We're throwing them under the bus. Okay? We didn't throw any of the smaller content creators under the bus. We're throwing the big one under the bus because that's what we base it off. Like 100% that is like factual. Uh, is based on another YouTube channel, therefore we felt that this was okay. Note the two links below that are still on YouTube as of now, which is a compilation, two videos, compilation of uh, Funhouse just legitimately looking at Rule 34 that just pixelated. Next paragraph. Even with all of that, as of January 2020, following the strike from YouTube, all of our uploaded content has shifted away from these type of games and solely focused on anime and manga that would not challenge YouTube community guidelines. Furthermore, you'll see our content is originally consisting of podcast-style discussions and reviews. We love the YouTube community that supports us, and by terminating our channel, we no longer have a means to interact with our fans. We're also a channel that was supporting independent, small manga-slash-anime creators by amplifying their work and exposing them to our small but highly niche audience. Many of these creators go unnoticed, and we want to amplify their work on the YouTube community interested in anime and manga. 
We're not looking to argue with YouTube over the status of any of our video content or willing to let YouTube remove any video they feel is in violation without a challenge. We have nearly 700 videos and that have not created any issue for YouTube community guidelines and only wish to continue to use the platform to engage with our fans, authors, and other enthusiasts. Sorry, next one. We urge you to please take a look at this so that we, uh, so that you will see we not only have the best intentions to abide by YouTube's guidelines, thank you so much for your consideration and partnership. And then on the last uh, thing here, it says, lastly, please note that YouTube did review some of our content and notified us that it would be age-restricted and not removed, which we were fine with. If you wish to reverse that decision and remove that content, we are okay with it as our production is shifted as of January 2020, as we indicated. Sincerely, then my full name and the other channel. So with that is the attachments of the screenshots of the two emails where it shows that they reviewed both of these videos in, in question and kept them up. And then, like I said, the two links. So that was a very professionally written email. My dad is a very professional guy and he knows how to uh, politely beat ass. You know, I would say is the best of the best. And I, I owe him this channel. <laughs> like, like uh, I was going to give up like for real, for real. I was going to give up and basically just go, okay, I guess I'm starting a new channel and just go incognito from there because it's done, and he was the uh, one of one of the, the only, like the only person that was like, you know, give another try. Let me sit down, like we'll write a really professional email. We'll gather all the facts. You know, we'll really iron this thing out. So, I sent that uh, the day after we got the email. So this is July twenty seventh, uh, and I was laying in bed, you know, doing my thing, just like browsing TikTok, overthinking. Just, you know, running myself fucking ragged on this thing. Just stressing out to, like, no end. Let me say, by the way, I understand why people turn to drugs. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I understand because just from someone with, like, a lot of anxiety and just, like, my brain would not fucking stop. And it's, like, hey, other shit going on, too. It's just I was so, so wound up and stressed. And I just, like wanted to turn off you know i just wanted to turn off i wanted to not think about it wanted to fast forward wanted to not be a part of this thing anymore like it was brutal so i send that and i'm laying in bed and i do the classic i know i'm sure there's other people let me check my sent emails just to make sure it went through so it's midnight when i'm doing this and i go and i check and i'm like go to sent it's good and I'm looking at it on my phone because before i was on my computer and i was typing this up and i have a dark mode extension on chrome so it makes everything dark mode it's amazing open this on my phone for some reason half of the text in this email is light 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 gray like you could barely fucking read it i'm like oh that's bad so i immediately get up run to my computer open it up turn off dark mode it is light light gray for some reason i'm like okay so i now copy the whole thing put it in a new email change it all to black resend it and then i look at my sent thing again to see how it looks now half of the font is pink and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I clicked black. I know I did. It looked black when I sent it, but now it's fucking pink. So I'm like, okay. Now I'm, like, pissed. Like, I am so mad. Like, I, if I could be 120% mad, I'm 120% mad, okay? So I do the same thing. I grab it all. Oh, and the, um, the fucking attachment images. When I sent the second email, they were not attached anymore. They just disappeared. So now I grab the whole thing, re-upload the images. So I reattach them. I drag them down and do the whole thing. I basically recustomize the whole email, change it all to black, send it again. Now three quarters of the text are pink. And I'm just like, what the, f like, I am like, not even joking, like slamming my desk. Like what it, like, I was so stressed out by this. Like, seriously, I was so stressed out. I, I can't, I can't even explain to you how mad I was. I'm a pretty, uh, you know, I'm like. I, I can, you know, hang out, chill, whatever. I was butt blasted off of this. So, so I'm just like, 
text my dad. I'm like raging. I know it's midnight. He's sleeping. I'm not getting a response from him. I sent the third one. I see it's pink. I give up. Channel's fucked. They're going to see that thing that we just like copy and paste that shit. It's fucking over. This was my one last chance to get it through. I like I, I was semi hopeful that this would work. You know, I try to keep my low expectations, but it's like I was a little bit hopeful that this like, you know, my dad's backing with the we got all the facts lined up. The It's professionally written. We acknowledge that we might have fucked up. We're sorry. You know, like this was my best shot and half of it's fucking pink or three quarters of it is pink. So I leave it. I'm like, well, I'm fucking pissed. Like I and I go to bed pissed and stressed out. Like I'm just so mad. So I get an email. I'll follow up from them. And this is let me check the time. This is the next day at about 1 p.m. Hi, Sam. Thanks for the prompt response. We appreciate your time and effort in providing more details regarding your concern about the termination of your channel. Please know that we take your concern with high importance and that we are here to help. We totally understand how important your channel is for, uh, since it's the fruit of your hard work. We forwarded the additional information that you provided to our internal team. I've also requested another review on your channel. Regarding the details that you provided, wait for our detailed response once we get an update from our experts. Please give them a couple more days to work on your concern, and I assure you that once we hear from them, we'll keep you posted. I don't know why I'm laughing. Should you have additional questions in the meantime, please let us know. Cool. So that was July 28th, and I don't get a email from them again until Monday, August 2nd. This is five days later at this point and I'm, once again I'm completely stressed out out of my fucking mind on this one because I am going to talk about it too but now I have to also find a place to live I am dealing with some other shite going on too and it's just like I if the legitimately this is the most stressed I have ever been in my whole life ever so what does the email say five days later firstly I get an actual um, email, actually, so I, before that, August 1st, so a day before that, so four days later, I get an, an email from YouTube Community Guidelines, which is different from the YouTube Community Support or the Partner Support. It goes, hi, Weebs Guild. We're pleased to let you know that we've act we've recently reviewed, so I was sitting, it's, this is Sunday. I'm sitting on my, uh, on my, I did a lot of laying around on the ground and sleeping and browsing TikTok on this, and I was just like, just I, uh, I was I was in a, I was in a place okay, so on my on my couch just hanging out and I, get, I see I get an email from YouTube uh, community guidelines and I immediately like fucking butterflies like oh shit oh shit oh shit, I read the preview thing hi Weaves Guild we're pleased to let you know and I immediately get like my heart skipped a beat like <gasps> like we're pleased to let you know like that's good that's good. So I immediately open it. We're pleased to let you know that we've recently reviewed your YouTube account. And after taking another look, we can confirm that it is not in violation of our terms of service. We've lifted the suspension of your account and once again, active and operational. We'd like to thank you for your patience while we review this case. Our goal is to make sure content doesn't violate our community guidelines so that YouTube can be a safe place for all. And sometimes we make mistakes trying to get it right. We hope you understand and we're sorry for any inconvenience or frustration that this has caused. If you have any further questions, please feel free to reach out here. Sincerely, the YouTube team. And then I do get a follow-up email from the partner support basically saying like, hey, I hope you're having a great day. We really appreciate your patience and most cooperation as we work on uh, your request and restating your channel. We know much effort. Please know uh, we've done our best. Take care of it. We received an update from our internal team recently, and we're very glad to inform you that your channel has been restored and is now active. Due to your continued effort in explaining your side, our reviewers heard our appeal, that's the quote, and granted our request. Should you have any follow-up? So Cheryl has just decided she's just part of the team at this point, which, you know, at this point, fair credit to her because she did help a lot. You know, being able to actually talk to somebody, and be, you know, no matter how many times she tried to write me off in the live chat, 
being able to actually explain your side in like more than a thousand words and really like just get another person kind of going to, to bat for you helped a fucking lot. Like it really, 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 really did. And then, like I said, my dad sitting down like really, really helped me. And I think a lot of times, like, it was a mixture, you know, we did the tug on the heartstrings thing. We provided as much proof as we could. We sent images, links, like the whole bish, bosh, boosh, you know. And they probably respected that we waited a little bit to send that, you know, because, like, the first couple I did almost immediately. And they shot me down instantly. They're like, nope, 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 nope. This one it was a few days afterwards. It was really professionally written. We, you know, we, we came loaded. And thankfully, they actually did look at it and reinstated our thing, which really you think about it youtube is so big they did not need to do that they could have not wasted any time they could have not even looked at it they could have not done any of this and just been like oh nope sorry you got swept up fuck you because they they, they own the market like who's going to compete with that no one's going to compete with that they could have just left the span forever with no options and it's like that's it so that does kind of suck and when i did get the channel back the uh view video was removed like it was just gone from the channel already so that was obviously the video the problem video as i was thinking so I also, once I got it back, I immediately went and basically erased any other video I could find that was kind of like of that same vein where we played those weird hentai games. So I deleted all of those. So that way I didn't have to deal with anything like that again because it's just, I don't recommend getting your account terminated. It's not a fun time. I don't recommend it. I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't wish that upon anybody because it is incredibly, incredibly stressful. And there's just like, I don't know. It was a weird time where it's just like, I was getting a lot of nice messages from you guys, and it's like, obviously everybody around me was very supportive, but it was still just like, I was just so internally stressed out, like, I could just have been fucking imploded upon myself, you know? Like, if there was like, you know the Junji Ito, I think it's Junji Ito, where they talk about how there's a hole for everybody on like the side of the mountain, I probably would have just went into my hole and just called it, you know? It was like, it was just too much work. So, let me rewind a little bit. And we're going to go off of this. I don't know if that's of any use, the story to you guys, but that's basically what was happening. It's obviously a very glossed over story without the nitty gritties of me being incredibly fucked up, stressed. But let me tell you what added on to that. So the day of, let's go back in time, the day where I get the email, the second uh, decline of my appeal. So that's my day of defeat. All right. I get the email of the, hey, we did a in-depth review of your channel. We're still going to keep it terminated. And in my mind, it's over. GG. There is no more Weebs Guild. We can never use the name again. We will have to be something else. I'm not going to be doing it for a couple months. I'm going to have no audience. I'm going to start over. It's like da 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 I'm dead. I get an email from, or I get a text from my mom to me and Josh. Uh, and like, hey, are you guys both going to be home today? And it's like, yeah, we, as a matter of fact, we are. Cool. We need to have a family meeting. Like, oh, joy. I'm not sure how much we talked about it on the channel, but um, my mom and I had a stepdad. They were married for 20 years. They, I think they actually might have broken up or, uh, quote, separated right before the 20-year mark. And that's when my mom uh, finally decided to separate with this guy. He's kind of your basic stereotypical stepdad where he's just a douchebag. Just a giant, giant douchebag. And the best way I can run that home for you guys is all of his life he's been a car salesman. So just there you go. Take that with a grain of salt. So they've been separated for a while. And she did tell us, God, I don't know, a few months ago maybe, 
that she has actually still been seeing him and they've been going to counseling and they're trying to work things out still whatever she's an adult you know she's my mom i love her she's an adult if he wants if she wants to see this guy whatever so she has told us like listen just so you know here's the deal i am seeing him nothing is going to happen until the end of the year if anything is like if i end up deciding to move out whatever the case be end of the year i'm not doing anything until then which is cool you know she has every right to do that we're fucking almost 30 almost 30 i had to think that through we're almost 30 where it's like you know yeah move out eventually whatever and it's like it, it it just couldn't have come at a worse time to have a family meeting to when i no longer have a youtube channel where i was putting all my hopes and dreams on and now i have to have family meeting so what is the family meeting about well I get the thing that we're going to have a family meeting. I send it to like our group uh, family, like where my dad and my two brothers, that this is apparently the thing that's going to happen. And it's going to be the worst day of my life because we uh, have a inside uh, person where they are the only person on her Facebook that has uh, her added. And she posted that she's going to get remarried to our stepdad. So that's kind of what I assumed the talk was going to be about. Like, hey, just to keep you guys updated, I'm going to get remarried to this guy. And I'm probably going to be moving out at the end of the year. You know, whatever. That's her prerogative. That's no problem. That's kind of what we've been preparing for already because we already knew that was going to be coming. So my older brother, Chris, he he's like, yo, you want me to swing through? It's like, I'll come by. We just all get the talk over all at once because, you know, we just assume that's what the talk is going to be about is her, you know, going back with my stepdad. It's like, yeah, sure. So he comes over and we're like, you know, whatever the talk's going to be about, you know, we're just kind of joking. And Chris, my older brother's like, because, you know, Josh is like not, you know, he's he's close. I've known him for 15 years, but it's like he's not like a like family member. You know, it's like there's some things that are like, you know, time for a family talk. Here we go. So Chris is like before this even happens, we're hanging out. We've got like 15 minutes before my mom gets here. It's like, hey, there might be a time where I tell you, like, you're good to go because it's going to get really serious, like really personal. And then you're good. You know, you can just go. So she comes in and we meet to sit down. So, um, this is my mom talking, by the way. I just uh, want to let you guys know that when I went to go pay the rent to Wayne, who is our landlord, he informed me that basically he is going to be remodeling the house completely, going to be getting the whole thing out, and then he wants to give it to his daughter or, or sell it. So, we have 60 days to be out of the house. Like, wait, what? So... Apparently, this is the story. We don't know how true this is because my mom is a little bit of a pathological liar. But, you know, who knows? So, 60 days now, out of nowhere, to move out of the house. No YouTube channel. God, that shit terminated. I'm in the, like, worst mood of my fucking life. And I'm having to hear about how she's basically... We're moving... We got to be out in 60 days, which I have a fuck ton of things. If you guys seen the podcast stuff, uh, you guys, you guys know. I got so much shit. So, 60 days to move out. And then she's also, when that happens, so we're not going to, like, move to a new place. We're not, we're not all three like, hey, let's just all get a house, you know. It'll be awesome. Like, we'll just go get a new one because it'll probably be the same fucking price. And it'll be much, much nicer than the shithole we're living in now. Well, when we move out, I'm probably, this is my mom talking once again. I'm probably just going to use that and just move back in with uh, Pat, which is my stepdad's name. I'll just move back in with Pat since his lease is up at the same time. It's like, hmm awfully convenient that my stepdad's lease is up at exactly the same time we're gonna have to be moving out of the house a little convenient so 
now not only that now basically it's me and josh on our own and we gotta go find a house and i make fucking minimum wage trash and we live in orange county california which is mega 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 expensive and now i gotta figure that shit out it's like oh boy and then so we do end up having like a big family talk we're basically i'm not gonna get too into the nitty-gritty of it because it's not a fun conversation to have but it was basically my mom saying i've already decided that this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna move in with pat and then we would tell her all of the awful things that he's done and like how he's a horrible person and she deserves better than him like she shouldn't be going back to this like you know, when she announced that she separated with him, like her whole family, all of her friends were like, hey, good for you. Like he was like a piece of shit. And she just goes right back to him. It doesn't make any sense. Like some sort of Stockholm Center thing. And she basically came preloaded with three fucking lines. We're just like, I understand how you feel. I can't change how you feel. If you would give him a chance, you would see he changed. And that's pretty much what she said to everything. Mix in her crying a couple of times in between there. And you've got the whole gist of the conversation. It was a really fun time to be had for everybody all around. We had that for about 30 minutes. Um, I got up to take a piss at one point, And towards the end of the conversation, came back. It was just awkward silence. So I was like, oh, cool. We done here then? Because we're just beating around the bush. Like, we're just going in circles, you know. She only, she's, not, she's got nothing to say. Like, literally, my mom says the same three things. And she's like, okay, cool. So at that point, I did have the offer. You know, it's like I can move in with my older brother and my nephew and my sister-in-law, which is, you know, a great offer. But it's like then I would have to kind of ditch Josh and, like, leave him on his own um, and kind of figure out where to go from there. Luckily, or I guess you could say luckily or is weirdly enough, before this happened, a couple of girls at my work, and it's like I don't really talk to anybody at work all that much. You know, it's like I kind of keep to myself unless you work in the receiving room with me. That's usually the only person I'm talking to. So it's like I'll have like one person I'm working with and I'll just hang out with them and just talk to them. Kind of keep to myself. But I am on good terms with everybody. Like, you know, there's nobody I don't. I fucking hate at my work. So I get uh, like a few weeks before this all went down. They're like, hey, it's like, you know, me and uh, Soso, you know, these two girls are like trying to find like a place to move. And we were like trying to see if any other Barnes and Noble people wanted to move in. It's like, would you want to like, uh, like, you looking to move like you want to and i was like nah i got a pretty sweet setup with my mom right now i was like you know and then i'm pretty sure i jinxed it or they jinxed it and then now i have to move out so i was like i was at work fucking stressed out i was talking to one of my managers like yeah i gotta fucking move out now and one of the girls came was like oh my god it's like do you want to do you want to move with us then you want to move and i was like you know i wouldn't be against it it's like it could be kind of fun you know and it's like i would just i told him i'd have to bring my roommate like oh that's fine that's fine we found like a nice four bedroom somewhere it's like that'd be really awesome so that's kind of what I've been doing now. So basically what I was doing during my two weeks of hell is here's the, here's the lowdown. Stressing out about the fact that I have no YouTube account and trying to figure out how I could possibly get that back. Talking to everybody in Discord about game plans, streaming on Twitch, like what, like what I can realistically be doing while I'm literally permanently banned from YouTube. Um, TikTok, just nonstop TikTok shit. Um stressing out about like i've got to find a place to live now what am i gonna do with all my stuff how am i gonna move all of this shit like we got to find an apartment it's so expensive i don't make any money uh just so many things and it's like i'm trying to communicate with these girls and figure that shit out then trying to keep everybody updated on twitter or instagram whatever then there's a girl i'm talking to on instagram where it's like it's we're just like oh my god dude i just felt like i was overloaded just so overloaded 
there were a lot of nights of me just literally like sitting in the hot tub just like man what is life <laughs> what 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 is life this this shit fucking blows like and it was just so wild that it all happened at the same time like all of it happened at the same time it was like i had these grandiose dreams in my mind where it's like okay before this even all happens like the channel's going really well my sleep schedule is obviously fucked because i'm doing the live streaming and the all that shit that's fucked but it's like you know I, we're going more on the up and up i gotta just keep doing that i'm gonna start getting my driver's license that way if, when we have to move i'm not restricted to just places i can walk to work from so i'll get my driver's license before the end of the year I'll find a new place to live. The YouTube channel is just still going. It's it's all gonna be peachy. It's gonna be no problems. Like I got fucking half a year to do figure that out, and then just boom, it all just fucking imploded all at the same time. And I, <laughs> boy, boy oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy, it was just ah, uh, I can't. I I just I don't know if you guys get how mad and just stressed out I was, man, and. Then I'm just like, I, I have these problems I've talked about in the podcast before where I'm just exhausted all the time. And obviously my sleep schedule probably doesn't help with that. Seeing as how it's literally 1.30 a.m. right now. But no matter how much I sleep, like if I try to sleep like 10 hours, 14 hours, you know, something like insane like that, I wake up and I'm tired. I'm just, I, I cannot physically tell you guys from my memory the last day I've woken up and not felt tired. Like, there's never been a day in my memory, right? Which I know is not very good. There hasn't been a day in my memory where I woke up and felt well rested. Like I just don't have one of those. It's just not, not a thing. And it's like, so now I've started doing the energy drinks where it's like that just to get me through the fucking day. It's like just chain energy drinks do that. Like going to stream, take an energy drink. Got it. Going to come home from work. It's like, do we get an A, take a nap or take an energy drink? One of the two. And like energy drinks are not healthy. You know, it is what it is. And it's like if I sleep for eight hours, I'm tired. If I sleep for six hours, I'm tired. If I sleep for four hours, I'm tired. There's just no answer to that. So it's like in my mind, it's like I need to go to the doctors too and get that sorted out, which I did end up doing during this whole thing. I called, I, there's this doctor's office I walked by on the way to work. Called them and was, you know, hey, I haven't been to the doctors in 10 years. I was I wonder if I could just get like a general checkup and kind of get my blood work done just to kind of see if I'm all, all good. Yeah that's no problem. You want to come in tomorrow morning? Yeah, I would love to come in tomorrow morning. So I <laughs> fucking come in tomorrow morning and it's just, I find out a couple of interesting things. One, they did not tell me I needed to pee in a cup. So I already peed before coming there and I was not prepared to fill up a cup with my pee, which is a little awkward. I feel like it could have been communicated better. Secondly, I'm apparently six, six. I've been saying I'm six, five. All right. I swear to God, I was six, five. This guy says I'm six, six. So I might have some point in my late 20s for some God unforsaken, unknowing reason grown a fucking inch, which why I don't want to be any taller, please. I would like to give away four inches. All right. I, I'll, I'm good with being six two. I, I don't want to be any taller, please. So that's a cool explanation. They told me I have high blood pressure because, you know, obviously I've been very, very stressed out and the energy drinks probably are not helping. And then I find out also I'm having another problem where I don't know if you guys can tell my voice is a little raspy. I, I kind of had this problem a couple God, maybe a few months ago where I kind of lost my voice for a little bit. Like there was like a week where I practically lost my voice and I had like a really bad sore throat. I feel like it's never gotten better. And when I talk for too long, my throat, like my vocal cords kind of hurt and I feel like I can't take a full breath. So I was telling the doctor that and he's basically just like, you know, I'm just going to be honest with you. 
it just sounds like you have like long haul COVID symptoms. You know, it's like you're still fucked up from the COVID. Because I was telling him, I, I we, we you know, as you guys famously know, we got COVID. Like we did get it. We were we were fucked up from it. So he's like, yeah, that's honestly what it sounds like because I've never heard of something like you're describing before. We don't know much about it. We're all still learning. Obviously, it's like been six months or whatever, and we're still trying to figure this whole thing out. So, you know, I can prescribe you an inhaler to use as needed to kind of help with the breathing parts, but I don't really know aside from that. We'll just do the blood work first and just, you know, figure out from there. So here I am Tuesday, was supposed to be getting my results today. I did not get them. So who knows? I could be fucking dying and I haven't got my results yet. I could get my results tomorrow when this podcast comes out and find out that I got a billion things wrong with me or I'm just totally fine and I'm just being an idiot. Who really knows? He seems to think, the for the for at least for the exhaustion part, when I told him about me waking up multiple times during the night, that basically, this is just guesswork from him, but he said that his guess would be when I wake up like that, I'm probably waking up like right in the middle of like my REM cycle. So like I'm not getting that because the REM cycle is when you are or the REM stage, whatever. I don't fuck. I'm not a doctor is when you get the resting part of your sleep. So it's like it's fucking up the resting part where it's like I'm never actually hitting that rest period. And I wake up and I basically reset the whole cycle. And so I never get that full rest. And so I don't get the, you know, the rest. I don't get the feel like, awesome. <sighs> Guys, my life is just imploded, by the way. It's just, you know, it's just completely it's, you know, there's. There's a couple of other shit going on too, but it's like, I just feel like it's too fresh. It's too, it's, you know, it's too much. Like, like I, I briefly mentioned, there was a girl that was just, you know, oh, oh my God, my, my monitor just turned off because I haven't moved my mouse. Am I still, am I still good? It's a girl that I, I was, you know, I'll say I was into, uh, who she was just, I, it's one of those classics, which I'm not going to talk about much more than this classic situation where i was super into her she not super into me and you know let me tell you guys you cannot force someone to like you okay it's not like the movies it's not like the movies are bad examples you know i always think when you watch the movies that like a lot of the movies are oh good guy steals girl away from bad guy where it's like you know i feel like if she was so easily swayed away from this other guy like what's to say that that she's not going to just do that to you again you know and same thing where it's like Oh, I made this girl who hate me to actually love me. It's just not how it works. You just can't really. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I you know. There's, we know we like being the love gurus, but it's like there's some stuff where it's like from the outside looking in, it's like oh, I'm never gonna do that. But it's like I'm a big simp. You know, I I, I simp hard, straight up. I saw this funny TikTok where it's like uh, it's like oh, if uh, like someone you know thinks one of their favorite animes is Rascal Does Not Dream of a Sleeping Bunny or you know Bunny Girl Senpai. They a big simp, and I was like, "Damn, that's me. That's me. I fucking love that anime. I love that anime." I'll end it with some uh, relationship advice from you, so you guys can know how much of a loser I am. And uh, you know, I feel like it's you know you got to take a mature level response from it. So let me let me regale you of the time where, and this is gonna be the last story, and then I will be ending the podcast. So I hope you guys are enjoying that. Uh. I think it was sophomore year, okay? And I had a long-distance relationship with this girl that I met in Star Wars Galaxies. If any of you guys know what that is, you're OG. We should be friends. If you don't know what that is, it was a Star Wars MMORPG. Came out at the time WoW was, like, peak popularity. And it was incredibly unique. Look it up. It was incredibly unique. So awesome. So at one point, they did a change to the system where they basically tried to knock off a World of Warcraft. And they kind of killed the game, and it was over at that point. It was already dying, but they tried to, like, kind of revamp the whole thing. And it ruined the whole point of the game and what made it unique. Anyways, met this girl in the game, and I actually met her through uh, another girl. 
And I'm pretty sure this other girl was like, she kind of had a thing for me and she introduced me to her friend and I kind of like fell for a friend and we started this online relationship. She lived in Chicago. I am obviously in California. So it was a long distance relationship between two people who've never met, but it was awesome. It was great. And we, we dated for about a year and I really had a, you know, looking back, it was, it was great. I had a great time with her. She ended up cheating on me twice. So that is obviously the downfall of the relationship. Before that, you know, obviously I'm just a high schooler. I'm like fucking sophomore. And in my mind, like, you know, you see in the movies or other people's relationships where it's like, you know, I don't understand why when somebody cheats in a relationship, like why you get back or you give them a second chance. You know, like I always thought that that was my thoughts growing up. And obviously you don't know what it's like until it happens to you. Right. So I was in that relationship and there was this guy, I think his name was Matt, I think was his name. I don't, I don't really remember, but I'm going to go ahead and refer to him as Matt where they had some history together and like she very clearly had feelings for him and you know, you kind of pick that up you you, you kind of know and it's like so i was always whenever they were together like jealous obviously obviously jealous of this thing where it's like hey don't talk to that guy like i'm not comfortable you talking to that guy you know it's bullshit and she would do this thing where it's like oh uh, my phone died or my phone's gonna be out for the rest of the week when they were like the rest of the night when they were together and i'm like mm, that's suspicious you know whatever and she would like I see them tagged in photos together where it's like, oh, we went to like, she was a religious girl. It's like, oh, we were at like a church dance and we danced together. It's like, I hope you're not mad. And it's like a picture of them like dancing, holding each other. It's like, and I was obviously mad. I was like, what the fuck? Like, uh, you know, it's like, I'm out here. I'm obviously a big fucking loser. So I'm not having to deal with girls swooning over me. It's like, I'm not having to test my loyalty, but still I'm being, you know, loyal and not doing anything like that. Not that I had the choice, but still, and so, like, I'm, like, mad about that. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, it's like, you know, obviously they didn't, you know, kiss or anything as far as I know, but it's, like, whatever. So I was still simping for this girl hard, like, big big time. We would talk all the time. We'd be on FaceTime or, you know, or not FaceTime, but, like, you know, video calls and all that stuff. And so I learned from the girl who introduced me to her that they kissed. You know, she saw a video on whatever, whatever, of them playing a game and they kissed. So I was obviously pissed off, you know, fucking young boy. And like, what, what the, like, what the fuck? Like, as you should be, you know, she's out, she kissed another guy. It's, it's cheating. You know, you can emotionally cheat. You can physically cheat, you know, whatever. It depends what you, what you're, <laughs> I don't even know why I brought that up. So she cheated. And so I'm like devastated by this thing, you know, and this is like probably eight months into the relationship. And I'm just like, in my mind, we're going to be together forever. I'm going to, my dad goes to Chicago for work all the time. I'll just go with him sometime and we'll meet up. And it's like, you know. Like, I, I'm, like, in love. Like, like I, I this is chilling. Like, I'm going to be with this girl for the rest of my life. We're going to get married. We're going to do all this. Da, 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 da. And she cheats. And I'm just, like, devastated by this thing. I remember, with like, talking to her. And I, I still, to this day, kind of, like, I, like, let's talk it out. Like, you know, like, explain to me. It's like, if I, same thing as, like, if I ever do anything, it's like, just tell me. It's like, I'm fucking, no, I'm not a mind reader. It's like, let's just talk it out. But it's like, there's obviously some people's like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Or it's like, they'll just like disappear. It's like, that doesn't help anybody. So I'm talking to her about it. She's so, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. Nothing happened from it. Da, 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 da. And so I fold like a fucking house of cards. All right. I fold hard. And I was like, oh, it's like, it's okay. Well, maybe we'll like, keep it going. And so we take a little break. I think of like a couple of days or something like that. And we, you know, it's like, cool, whatever. It's like, we're back together. And it's like, as I said, seeing the cheating and stuff happen in like movies and like that like i would always think before i'm never gonna do that like you know somebody cheats on me fuck them it's like i'm never gonna get back together with that person and then she does it i'm like oh we can make it work it's fine you know it's like because in my mind like she's my my perfect girl like it's gonna be awesome so we get back together 
needless to say, she cheats again. Same guy, same fucking guy. And she like makes out with him this time. And I hear from the same fucking girl where it's just like, yep, I saw like, you know, they're making out. So I call her out on it and she admits to it just straight up. So this is like a year in a relationship and she somehow turns it on me. Like it's my fault. Like, you know, why am I so jealous? Like, I don't even know what she was fucking smoking. And so I'm like trying to talk it out. It was like, you don't understand. Like that's fucked up. You know, it's like, I'm not out here. She's like, Oh, I don't ever get to see you. You know, it's like, I feel like you have to be two very special people to be able to do like a long distance relationship like that. You know, like you have to be two very mature and open and like, I don't know, communicative people for that to, for like a long distance relationship to work like that. Um, that being said, I thought it was great. Long distance relationship. I thought was awesome. I could do those easy peasy, but it's like, I don't think it is for, for everybody. So the conversation with that basically ends where she goes, you know what? I need a break. Let's talk again in a month. Okay, a month she wants to take a break. And I'm like, last text message I think I sent to her was something like, if you want to take a break for a month, I'm not going to be here when you come back. Like, that is not going to happen. She never responded. So a month goes by. Okay. And obviously, I was devastated and heartbroken. And when that happens, I just want to say, and I think it's important to note because there, there's times where it's like in this stressful opportunity and things like that. I kind of remind myself of this whenever anything like that happens. It's a dumb saying and people don't want to hear it where it's like, oh, time heals all wounds. But it really does. It really, 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 really does. You're going to feel like shit, whatever you're going through right now. You're going to like with somebody breaks up that you don't want to talk, you lose a friendship, whatever. It's going to suck ass. It really is. But time really does heal all wounds. You'll get over it. It'll be so far in the past. It'll just be like a blip. It'll be a funny story, whatever. So a month to the day where she says she wants a month to take a break, she shoots me a text. A month to the day like she said it in her fucking calendar or something it's like hey it's like how you doing and it's like it's you know from the girl i just send back hey fuck you it's like i want nothing to do with you and i never hear from that girl again so i was just like you know because like literally a month went by and i was just like yeah fuck that bitch like i'm not doing that like hell no you know it's like no not a chance in hell and like i simped hard like i, I simp you know i simp hard for people i feel like you know like a love language you know, like the five love, love languages. I think you're supposed to have a love language for what you, what, like how you like to receive love and how you like to show love. I'm not 100% if that's a thing. I don't know. I've never, I've only ever taken a quiz online guys. Okay. I feel like my love language for like, if I like people, I buy them stuff, you know? And it's like, I simp hard where it's just like, Oh, it's like, you know, like, I don't even know a good example, but like some girl in college, I bought her some like fancy fucking star Trek thing. Cause I was like, Oh, I like this girl. It's like, here you go. And it's like, I just buy people things. And it's like, uh, you know, I don't know where I was going with that story. I just felt like I got halfway through. I was like, what am I even saying? I'm just ranting. I'm tired. I keep closing my eyes as I'm telling this story. It's one forty AM. I probably, if I can, I, I'm telling you energy drinks don't work for me anymore. It's a whole thing. So, yeah, that's the story of how I'm too big of a simp. And I kind of, I still have that. I have the simp gene to this day where it's like, you know, I simp hard for people. It just, it is what it is. It, it, you know, it, more often than not ends with me getting fucked on. So, you know, whatever. But I'm good. Everything's good. Uh, you know, time heals all wounds. I'm just vibing through it. You know, worry about yourself. You're the number one person in the world. <laughs> yada, yada, so on and so forth. All right. Well, that was it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I feel like the energy winner really went down the drain there right at the end. So thanks for listening because it is just a listening podcast. I hope you guys got something out of that. It was maybe something a little unique, something a little interesting. I don't fucking know. 
I kind of uh, gave you the short version of a bunch of stories at the end there because, frankly, that we could have gone for two hours talking about that stuff. And I'm just like, I'm not down. I'm not down. I don't think you guys are down for that either. So, of course, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Weave Seal. That is the best place, specifically Instagram, to stay up to date with what kind of kind of shit I got going on day to day. My posting on my Instagram story nonstop, so that's always a blast. Um, Discord is the best place to talk to other people from the community, which is really really fun. I've been having a blasting out Discord. We join voice chat and play games and stuff. It's been really 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 fun. So I recommend uh, joining the Discord. That'll be a link in the description down below. And, of course, be sure to leave a like and subscribe, guys. Hopefully, we will not get terminated a third time because I cannot fucking uh, – my heart will give out. It will literally give out. So, thank you guys for listening. This has been the Otaku Podcast. I will see you guys next week, hopefully with some of the boys, and we will be back in rare form. But who knows? All right. Have a good one, guys.